You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 292. Today's case study of the week is going to reveal how to overcome perfectionism and fear of failure. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 3 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Wednesday edition here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. You know the drill. Every Wednesday, we like to share an extraordinary case study. This is like one of my favorite things to do. I hope it's one of your favorite things to do because you learn through examples. And today is no exception. I have an extraordinary entrepreneur who's been up to some extraordinary things that I'm going to be introducing you to in just a moment. Hafsa Rana. She's a member of the BBD community based in Toronto. And she shares an incredible story of her journey of a year of fear, hesitation, and inaction getting all the courses and programs, learning all the things, telling yourself the story of I'm not ready, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. And then boom, launched and crushed it, crushed it. And we're going to do a deep dive into what was really holding her back and how she was able to overcome those fears and take action despite those fears. It's a beautiful episode. It's so good. And so if you're noticing a little bit of inaction, if you notice a little bit of hesitation of a little bit of that, I'm not ready yet, and probably very logical about it, it's like, no, James, you don't understand. I don't have that certification yet. The timing just isn't right. It's, you know, it's back to school or blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a competitor or, you know, it's this time of year or something like that. These very logical reasons. Fear can mask itself as logic. This may just be the episode for you. Uh, So good. So much here to take away. And I mentioned this at the end of the episode, so I'll mention it now at the beginning. We've linked up Hafsa and her information in the show notes. So please, whatever information you find most impactful, whatever's made the biggest difference, please let her know. These are real entrepreneurs that are busy. She's a mom. She's even like eight months pregnant while she's about ready to launch, which is pretty awesome. And she's giving her time to you today away from her family, her life, and her business to be able to make a difference in your life. So let her know, share with her the impact you're having, reach out to her Instagram or website, whatever, to let her know. That means a lot to me. Okay, so let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Hafsa Rana. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me here today with my special guest, Hafsa Rana. Hafsa, how you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm very good. I'm so excited to dive into today's case study with you. Based on our pre-interview, I know you have a lot of really exciting stuff to share with our listeners. So let's get right right into it. Why don't we start by you just sharing a little bit about what is it you do? Who do you help? How do you help them? So I am, I call myself a mom mentor. I work with moms, helping them, you know, just go from 
basically surviving to thriving and looking at motherhood as their superpower and not something that holds them back. And like, it's been a bit of a journey to get there. I started off as a blogger and I offer content strategy for moms who actually want to become bloggers. But my focus right now is building this community of moms called Happily Mombership, where I just empower them to build out their dreams, whatever their dreams are. And one of the things that we're going to dive into today and unpack a bit is your journey through your first launch of your membership. And you got 38 members. I did. It was very exciting. I I mean, you know this. Uh, my biggest fear when I was launching was nobody would sign up. Yep. And I remember you saying to me, the only way I can make sure that happens is if I don't launch. So yeah. Which thank is you what, for that kick in the butt. <laughs> Which is what you'd been doing is not launching. I basically, I mean, I waited about a year. Like I worked on this idea for over a year and I kept tweaking it and I kept trying to perfect it. And I just, yeah, I, I just had to do it. And once I did it, I realized I wasted so much time. Isn't that funny? It's, it's really ridiculous because, you know, like I teach everyone action brings clarity and you have to go and take action. I and mean, if it's imperfect and here I was not following my own advice. And once I did it, it was like, this was a lot easier and I made it a lot harder than it had to be. No, no one does that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not no. any of us. <laughs> um, so this is great to you know, to dig in. Cause, um, I think there's just a great, like juicy story here of, you know, why this podcast even exists of like, here's something as simple that you knew what to do and wanted to do for a year. And then there was a year of inaction or maybe there was action, but it wasn't any of the action that was actually going to get the members in. There wasn't any action that was actually going to start helping people. And so I was wondering if you can dig in a little bit because we got to, we got to connect in person at an event and spend some time together. Like we actually, got sat next to each other at dinner and I basically was talking to you the whole night. Best dinner ever. <laughs> well, I appreciate Don't that. Don't tell my Thank husband you. I said that. Don't tell my husband right, I ever right. said that. Yeah. But literally, like <laughs> that dinner transformed my life in a way that I didn't imagine it would. I think there were some things you said to me in that dinner, but one of the biggest things that I took away from it was I was operating from a place of fear. And as mm -hmm. long as I let fear stop me from doing what I knew I was meant to do and what I was meant to show up as I was holding myself back. Right. And that, that was such a big epiphany for someone who thought that I'm like all confident and I'm out there. And I didn't realize how much fear holds me back until our conversation. And what would you say was like the biggest thing you were afraid of? I think failure. Mm. I don't like the idea of not being perfect or like are not getting something yeah. perfectly right. Yeah. And so, and I mean, you know, we were chatting about this even then you had a podcast episode with Brooke Castillo, like I think it was almost like six, eight months ago where you guys talked about up leveling to like the tens of millions yeah. And you talked about having a manual on swimming and, you know, reading it back to back. But you can read that manual a hundred times, but you're not going to know how to swim until you actually jump in the water. Right. And so I was reading every manual on swimming, but I was not jumping in the water. Right. Like I was taking all the courses. I was reading all the articles. I was listening to all the podcasts. I was 
basically gathering as much knowledge, but all that knowledge was just sitting in my head. I wasn't really applying it. And I kept telling myself I wasn't ready based on this perceived notion of what ready was. And really what it was, was this fear that I would put something out there and nobody would want it. Right. So do you feel like going through all that learning, 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 staying 100% in student mode, did you not recognize that you were doing it up until that like moment, like at the dinner or had you already really known that, that you were putting things off? I mean, I knew I was delaying it and I knew it because I had, you know, people like Tyler and like all my other mentors being like, you guys, you have like, you know, my accountability partners being like, what are you waiting for? So I knew I was doing it, but I think until that dinner, I didn't realize why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. I kept telling myself I wasn't doing it because the timing wasn't right. The kids are in school or the moms are busy with this stuff or my ideal audience isn't there right now. Or I haven't reached 10K on Instagram or like all these excuses that were just piling up. Right. And at the end of the day, what I realized was there is literally no perfect time to do this. And that's why I want to go deeper in because you said you you almost had this like fantasy notion of what ready is that you were clearly still after a year not hitting that notion. What would you say to somebody now would be a better notion of how they can determine when they're ready to launch their big project? I think the biggest thing is that you don't have to have all your ducks in a row. Like we're taught like from when we're in school, like, you know, you have to get all your homework done and like you, you do these progressions. But the reality is that if you have an idea and you're just sitting on it, eventually a, someone else will have the same idea and they're going to do it. Or you're going to lose that energy and that momentum because when you have Mm -hmm. this fresh idea, like you're so full of, excitement about it and so when you fold up that excitement just do it like even if it's not perfect you will figure out like the kinks and the issues and whatever is not working along the way and i did that like my launch there was so much stuff that went wrong i can't even tell you well and i want to i want to get into those things too i I definitely want to get into those because i think it'll be really helpful but before we get there i want to go back to the dinner because i i mean i appreciate you saying kind things about that dinner but that those experiences and that experience specifically was impactful for me because i really got a sense that anything that i was sharing with you you were 100 percent open. Like you were, you were receiving everything I was throwing at you. And you know, now by experience, like I'm not, I'm not going to be a cheerleader, right? I'm not just going to be a compliment giver and like, Oh, that's okay. You know what? You'll be ready when you're ready and whatever. You're just awesome. And you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm going to kick your butt if I need to. And you did. <laughs> and I did. And I want to now share with you that I put you into a trap now that you've done it. I'll tell you what trap I put you in is I really got a sense from getting to know you and chatting with you that night, how important a lot of these fears that you had was coming from how much importance you'd put on the opinions of others. And do you remember speaking to that a little bit about what others would think? So it's not even just like a fear of failure or not being perfect, but what will others say or think if they see that it failed? And so I really got a sense and, you know, I can only get a sense of something that I've had the personal experience in my life of, right? Of how important the opinions of others were. So as soon as I recognized that, what did I do? I took a selfie with Hafsa <laughs> and I posted it in our entire members group and had her commit 
to a launch date. And then I said something to you. And I said, I wonder what they'll think if you don't follow through on this. I remember that. And then you shared it on Instagram. <laughs> and then so I shared it. you didn't just put it on Facebook. You put it out yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And you did it. You freaking did it. It was, it was touch and go. Like there was <laughs> such a big part of me. Yeah. You have no idea. Like yeah. on the night of the night, I was like, I can't do this. Nothing is perfect. And I realized, I was like, you know what? I will always find a reason to put it off. And I mean, there was absolutely that fear that, oh my gosh, like I promised James, what's he going to think? <laughs> yes. What's Jilly going to think? Yeah. Like, you know, Jilly was messaging me literally like yeah. the whole week leading up to it being like, how's it going? And I was like, oh yeah, it's going great. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, she remembers. I thought she would have forgotten. Yeah. But you know, it wasn't just that. It's that sense of community that steps up behind you. Like mm. Caitlin was there when we committed. She messaged me the week before being like, hey, is there something I can help you with? You know, Tyler, he kept following up, making sure that I was ready. He offered to look at my sales page. All these people stepped up when I stepped up because they saw that I was committed and they were committed to the fact that I was committed. It's beautiful. And I think that's something we forget yeah. that it's not just us doing this alone. Like we have a community and building that community is important because as long as you're delaying it, you're not just letting yourself down and you're not letting the people who you could help down. You're also letting this community of people who believe in your potential and your vision down mm. because they believe in you. And the longer you hold yourself back, the longer you're holding them back from being saying, being able to say, Hey, look, you did it. You were amazing. Yeah. I knew you could do it. Yeah. And that's, and so, that's why a dinner like that is just as impactful for me because that's why we do what we do, you know, yeah. and is, you know, a coach is nothing without their client. A teacher is nothing without their student. So it's just as like rewarding, fulfilling and enjoyable for me to see that. So it's, you know, this is really exciting. I know we were bugging you in the group too. Like, how's it going? Give us the updates. We want to know how's it going. So, you know, even if it, look, even if it would have failed, you know, I put that in air quotes, of course, but even if it didn't, not a single member joined, it's still a win because the real win is the, you conquering and letting go of that old part of you that can only do something if it's perfect, because what will they think? What will they say? What will they do if it's not? And I'm just curious, who are you now versus who you were in April, March when we when we first connected in person? I think I'm someone who's much more willing to take risks and also who's much more willing to take imperfect action. I think that one of the things that whole experience helped me work through was recognizing that it's not the worst thing to be the first person trying something different. Yeah. And sometimes being that person, you can lead the way for the person coming behind you. Mm. And there's a lot of value in that. I mean, I know, I, I don't know if you remember, but one of the things I talked about at the accelerator event when we met was it's hard for me as a woman who wears the headscarf showing up in this space because I don't see a lot of people like me yep. who are in this teaching, coaching, mentoring space that I can look at and say, well, this is the path she took and this is the path I'm going to take because I feel like some of the challenges we face are different. Some of the assumptions that are made on uh, about us based on just how we look are different. And so 
one of the things that I was afraid of, right, was people were going to look at me and assume certain things about what my community would be like or what my what I would be teaching or how I would be teaching. And the reality is that when I opened the doors, like people joined regardless of faith, regardless of background, they joined because they're moms and they could find something they could relate to. And they didn't, you know, it's not just all Muslim moms, it's moms from all different backgrounds. And I see this community that learns from each other and learns from each other's experience. And I always remind myself when I'm unsure or confused or when I'm like, is this working? I stop and think, look, if I did nothing else, I gave these moms from all these diverse backgrounds a platform where they could meet each other and talk to each other and learn from each other. And that in itself is a big gift. Yes. Even if it's not exactly what I came in with, looking at that as a win has allowed me to expand the way I look at what's a win and what's not. Wow. That's so beautiful because I'm also hearing such a contrast from what if it's not perfect and what will they say and think versus how can I help these women, these moms have a platform and support each other. Those are, that's a very different way to look at our lives and to look at our business. It's, I mean, it, that whole experience for me was incredibly transformative. And I just, I wish I could just like jump off on onto a roof and be like, Hey, everyone, you have to do business by design. It changes your life. And I don't say that because I've drank the Kool-Aid. I actually say that because mm. I've lived it, right? Like I came into the program, this person who wasn't even sure if I had an idea that was viable, right? Right. Like I had this idea, I had multiple ideas and I was like, I'll do one of them and something's going to work. But like being able to refine that idea and being able to discover this part about myself and this weakness I had, and then being able to work through it and come out on the other side and look back and say, well, this is who I used to be and this is who I am now. It changes not just who you are professionally, it changes who you are personally, right? Like I so see myself showing up differently in my personal interactions with people and how I create boundaries, how I create expectations with my kids, the way I parent. Like I want, I don't want my kids worrying about what others think mm. as I did. Oh, so, um, yeah. so it's, it's, it, it's not just like one tiny part of my life that was affected, right? It was everything. It was a very pervasive effect. Wow. That's beautiful. I just really appreciate that. Cause that's always been the goal is like, yeah, you're going to build a business, but like who you get to become in the process. And that's, yeah, that for me has been just incredible. Mm. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I really appreciate that. You want to go into some of like, cause I know we talked a little bit before the call. You're like, even though you read the manual over and over and over again, <laughs> right? All the manuals, all the courses, you were still, there's still things that there's no way you could have been prepared for. And that's going to be the case with anything. No. And the biggest thing I couldn't have been prepared for is the Toronto Raptors making it to the NBA finals. <laughs> and that was a big problem because my husband is the biggest Raptors fan ever. Oh, yeah. You know, we're from Toronto. Yeah. And so the finals were the week of my launch and we were in Toronto visiting family and we were supposed to go home for my launch and I had everything set up. And then suddenly my husband was like, I'm not going back. I am not missing my team winning the NBA championships in my city. And I was like, but I have to launch. And he was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> like figure it out. <laughs> so 
I launched from Toronto and like I launched without a lot of like the things I thought were necessary in terms of tech and whatnot. And it worked out great. Mm-hmm. I had to go out and buy some equipment and like a camera and a mic and all that for my webinar. Um, and then there were just tech issues that I couldn't have anticipated. Like Instagram crashed on my cart close day. Of course. Um, so I had to push the, and like, you know, I had like three lives scheduled for that day to kind of do that last push. And then I had all my emails, like, you know, my cart closed day emails scheduled an active campaign that I needed to shift. But when I shifted them, they broke. Oh. And so they, none of them went out. Yeah. And you know, like little things that just, I couldn't have anticipated Yeah, like my demo crashed in the middle of the webinar and like half the people couldn't get back in, in my third or fourth webinar. I can't remember, but it was just like all these little tech issues that I couldn't have prepared for. Like this was not something that was in any manual. The only thing that was in the manual is keep going. Yeah. (laughs) And so how was your disposition? How, How was your state during these times? I think once I realized I was going to be doing this from Toronto without my office, without my tech, I was like, you know what? It's going to be as good as it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And I was much more, I think, relaxed in a way about it than I would have been had I been doing it at home. And I had already given up that sense of perfection because I knew like it wasn't going to happen the way I had envisioned it. And so I think it was actually a good thing that I did it there because it took away that it has to be like this because Mm -hmm. it couldn't be like that. And then, you know, once the tech issues started and then Instagram crashed, I was like, you know what? The people who had like, who needed to hear this have heard it and they've signed up. And if I can get a few more, that's great. And if not, there's always next time. Mm. And it wasn't about the number of people that joined. It was about being able to serve the people that had. Yeah. And I mean, after the cart closed, there were people who reached out and said, oh, we didn't get the email. We didn't get the reminder. And I was like, you're more than welcome, right? Like it wasn't like a hard cart close. So like there were like, I think five or six people who were like stragglers who joined like after everyone else. But it was what it was. And again, 38 was many more. Like, you know that. I was worried I was going to get zero. So 38 was... That's huge. Amazing, right? And like, I remember looking at it the next day and being like, like after everything had happened and we were home, I looked at it on the 19th of June and I was like, I have 38 people who believed in this vision. Mm. That's huge. That's really huge. Um, And just like, you know, coming from this fear of not having anyone believe in it because this isn't like, you know, I feel like when we're offering a business to business service, which is what I've always done. Like I've worked with content creators, people who are Instagrammers looking to grow their Instagram, looking to grow their blogs. You can offer a very clear transformation. I'm going to teach you. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to teach you how to do this. You're going to make this much money. But what I was doing here was I was talking to people where I wasn't offering a dollar value in return on investment. Mm -hmm. I wasn't saying like, if you're a happier mom, you're going to make X amount of money. I was saying you are going to be a happier person. This is going to transform your life, but I couldn't like quantify it in a way. Mm -hmm. And happiness means different things to different people. So like just that messaging, I was worried that people would look at it and look at what I was offering and be like, 
well, is it worth my money? Yeah. And I mean, the fact that, you know, 38 people believed it was, and 10 of those believed it was valuable enough to like sign up for a year just meant the world to me. It, it, it was such a amazing feeling looking at those numbers and be, like recognizing that something I had said had convinced someone to be like, no, this is worth my time. This is worth my money. This is worth my effort. And so, you know, you get that sense of accomplishment, but then you also get that sense of responsibility that I want to make sure that I fulfill these expectations. Yeah. And now you're ready for your next launch. I am. So we are actually expecting our baby in October. (laughs) So I thought I would launch because I don't know if I'm going to launch after the baby for a little while, but I figured I would launch and, you know, we already have a community that's pretty established. We know what we're doing. We're we're shifting some things that we found weren't working in the community. Um, So this next two weeks is about like changing up the content a little bit, but then I'm ready for the next batch of people. And and I also had so many people ask about it being like, Hey, when is the next launch? We would love to be a part of like, you know, the second iteration. So I was like, okay, this is good timing. Let's get it done. And how do you feel going into this next one? Amazing. Like I'm not nearly as freaked out. Like I kind of have a much more holistic approach to it. Yeah. I'm not looking at it as like a numbers game. I'm not like setting targets based on, I want to make X amount of money. It's more, I want to make X amount of impact, Yeah. which I think also really makes a difference because I think when you sometimes chase after the dollar value, you, you lose sight of the impact and the transformation and the people you're helping. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the money because the money comes. Yeah. It's about changing lives. Yeah. Oh, so good. This has been amazing. Hafsa. So thank you so much. And congratulations on the, the baby. Thank you. Uh, congratulations <laughs> on everything that you've, that you've accomplished. It's been a, it's been a good year. It has. It's been an incredible year. And you know, like when we found out about the baby, I gotta say my first thought was, Oh my gosh, like at the beginning of the year in January, I had a post on Instagram where I talked about this was going to be my first six figure year Mm. since I quit my job and decided to stay home with my kids. And I remember when I found like when we found out we were expecting I said to my husband, I didn't realize it meant I was going to spend six figures, not make <laughs> six figures. Oh my goodness. But I mean, you know, I was coming from a place of not abundance and like assuming that just because I was having a baby, I couldn't do this. And the, so that's another lesson I've learned, right? Is that we are able, we're capable of so much more than we actually believe we are. And it's not until we're put in that hot water that we realize our capabilities. Mm. Yes. So good. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for, for sharing and saying everything that you Thank have. you for that dinner and that conversation and that kick in the butt and that post on Facebook. We just randomly got s- sat next to each other. So yeah, I guess we should thank Tyler. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. We should be thanking Tyler. Any other final words, thoughts before we call this complete? Yes. One last thought. I know that there are people who are probably listening to this podcast who are the person I was back in April, right? They're fearful of starting a new project. They're not sure. They, they're looking for directions. They're operating from that same place that I was working from. And I think what I really want them to take away from this whole episode, from this whole experience is 
it doesn't matter who you are and what you look like and, you know, what you dress like or what people believe about you. It matters what you believe about yourself and your capabilities. And it matters that you show up authentically and stay true to that. And if you do that and you start like, you know, coming from a place of helping others and creating impact and changing lives then nothing can stop you. And whatever ideas that you have, whatever projects you want to do, the doors are going to open, the path is going to get clear up, and you're going to be able to do it because you believe. So believe in yourself and believe in your vision because you can do it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Well, and here's and also, uh, this is so beautiful. And, you know, chances are everybody listening has heard something to that effect before, but it's coming from someone, Hafsa, who's done it. And think about, how you get to pass on that same message when you're living it as well, when you're operating from that place. It's, it's hollow, empty words. If you're just saying, Hey, just go believe in yourself or don't care what other people think. But if you're not congruent with that yourself, you can't pass that message on Hafsa now can, because that's what she was able to get for herself, which is incredible. That's awesome. So it's the best feeling. Yeah, it really is. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary until you do it, right? Petrifying. Yeah, but that's what makes it the best feeling. It's like that's when you know you're like, holy crap, I'm alive. I'm living. So yeah. well done. Thank you again. Where can we stay in touch and connect with you? So you can find me on Instagram at happily Hafsa. That's my handle. And then my website is happilyhafsa.com. And if you want to learn more about the membership, the membership is happily membership. I'm all about being happy, as you can tell. Love it. I love it. We're going to link all that up in the show notes for you guys. So please make sure to connect with Hafsa and let her know what specifically did she share here today with you that has had the most impact on you. I know that sharing that will have an impact on her. So please do that. She's taken the time out of her busy schedule to donate her time to you guys. So let her know. I know she'll appreciate it. Okay, Hafsa, thank you so much. And thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in to another amazing case study here on the Mind Your Business podcast. We'll see you all on the next episode. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.